This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Moon Knight Episode 4 Review. It's a big twist episode. Geek Booner. Plus, Netflix has a very bad day. Ezra Miller arrested again. What? All that and more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, April 25th, 2022. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. What's up, listener? How's it going? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the Nerd. And joining us, the new majority shareholder of Twitter, it's Elon Rugboy. What's up, Rugs? Now call me Imran's Musk. Imran's Musk. Oh, I yeah. should bottle that. <laughs> yeah, I should bottle should. that, put it's, it on the shelf. It's right in my direction. Listen, it's- my pheromones make people do crazy things. They jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would talk funny like the Elon Musk, because he has a weird speech pattern. How does he pattern. talk? He just has a weird speech pattern. Oh, yeah. Oh. How does he? Yeah, his speech pattern is very, very strange. How would you even describe it? It's like it, it's, it's a lot of pause. It's like, yeah, in wrong so, places. Um, the, so the time when they're sometimes when I think about things, <laughs> yes. it's like, what? Like when he was on SNL, it was some of the most awkward line delivery I've ever heard. But some of the sketches, they use that and it worked. But other time, I'm like, Eli, yeah. I even read lines. Jesus. Anyways, he owns Twitter, so everything should be fixed now, right? Everyone's going to be friendly. I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? He said he's going to get rid of the bots, which I think is a good idea. I think bots are bad. Bots are bad. Yeah, he says he's going to get rid of that. Privatize the company. Yeah. So I, And then not, not limit free speech. What does that what? mean? You could just say whatever you want? I don't know. I, I don't know what his... <laughs> I haven't really looked into his platform on Twitter. Can do you have a do you have a uh, a stance on free speech? Do you think it should be limited, or do you think it should be unlimited? Like Elon Musk says. I think I think if Twitter is a company is not Twitter is not government, so you can if whoever's running the company can put limits on speech or not. The the only drawback to that is when a company such as Twitter is so pervasive in influencing culture. It's hard to, even though they're a private company and they can say we're not, we don't enable, we can do whatever we want as far as speech. Well, they're a public company. Yeah, they're a public company. But I'm saying public, yeah. private, they're a company. Right. They, they can. They don't. They're not limited by the rules of what the Constitution says, but they still have a lot of influence. So it's a tricky situation. I prefer spe- free speech rather than limiting speech. But yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. What I think Elon it's just says. a. Does. It's like it, like the way that you can uh, the reason what, how I think about free speech is is that there are people that and and they're right to think this that you know you have to w- watch what people say because so it, especially when it's dangerous like misinformation and blah 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 and uh, hate speech and all that stuff but then the problem is is like yeah we all don't want that stuff out there but then who is the purveyor of that who do you trust? to sit there and come up with these rules and are they yeah. arbitrary or are they enforced evenly? 
is there something some people can say? Yeah. People, you know, so it's a that's where I sword. get. Yeah. I think, of course, yeah, you should have some limitations, but it's always about who's the master of that, and and it's a huge responsibility. You got to do it right, just like the news, just in like the news in uh, in general, like. A lot of these news companies, they have this responsibility to report news, but it's it's mostly opinion. Yeah. So it's, a it's tough like, job. so yeah. So free speech is like a, it's a loaded thing. Like there's no way like Elon's going to figure it out. It's going to be a shit show. He might be able to kind. do it better, but I mean, yeah, there, there are definitely, I, I prefer free speech for sure, but you definitely can't say anything. You can't like write on Twitter how you're going to kill a bunch of people. Um, but the yeah, whoever's running that, whoever's going to be monitoring that, is it's a tough job because speech, there's innuendo, there's different languages, there's all sorts of sarcasm, you know, that needs to be detected and sniffed out. And then whoever's running that also has to evolve with the times because there are things you could say right. five years ago that yeah. you can't, can't say now. And it's always changing, right? Language and, is changing. And like the people that challenge, like the people that are potentially against the majority and they're saying things in the minority those voices also are voices that throughout history have been shut down but then also were purveyors of innovation and change as well so it's tough i think it's a tough fucking yeah it's job. not the, it's not this easy thing that you no. can just do and people act like it's just oh it's so obvious but like it's really not so right i and elon's gonna have a tough time it's all <laughs> I'm not sure he wants that, why he wanted that job, but good for him, I guess. I don't think anything happens. I think he inflates the stock price and then dumps it and makes money and moves on to the next thing. He's apparently promised money to a lot of people for a lot of things and not always come through. He just likes to say, yeah, I'll give you all this money. Luxon, if it wasn't for free speech, they would have shut our ass down years ago. So I, for one, am for free speech also. Yeah, <laughs> because we know. can say whatever the fuck we want on an RSS feed that is not monitored by anybody and there's no rules. So that's kind of amazing. It's not Twitter. Yeah, it's up to us to censor ourselves. Great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. That's OK. This is not a free speech podcast. That's over at Think on America. If you want to check them out, <laughs> let's get to you promoting somebody else. Let's get to some news topics, though. The Jock, the Jock and Nerd Podcast. You can say whatever you want here, guys. I won't censor you, but you won't know since you guys don't can I listen. I say Gipple? You could say Gipple. You could say Bloom Bloom. You could say Booty Booty. But you don't even know if I censor you because you don't listen to the edited show. I could cut out can all the things. Can I say Sasshole? Yes, you could say Sasshole. Nothing wrong with that. Is that like a William Sasso type thing? <laughs> the Sasshole. You oh, don't, William Sasso? Yeah, from uh, Mad TV, right? Yeah. He's hilarious. Can I say Kachina? You could say yes. Could say William, William Sasso was the curly, I think, in, yep, the, Three in the Three Stooges, Stooges. remake, yeah, which was right. absolutely awful. I, you know what? I didn't. I kind of enjoyed that Three Stooges remake. Oh, I like that we're calling him William Sasso. Uh, it's Will Sasso. I was, Bill, actually, no, Bill. Oh, you know him yeah. on a first name basis. Oh. Yeah, love the first Will name Sasso. nickname. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mad TV. Shout out to Big Will. Remember Mad TV. So remember Mad, you probably remember Mad Magazine. You oh, probably I have, that. I have yeah. Mad Magazines. I ran across them on my old ones. I was like, oh shit, look at this Mad Magazine from back in the day. Uh, what were the two uh, impressions that they definitely can't do now? Miss Miss uh, Miss Swan. Miss Swan. No, wait, because that was done by a non-Asian person, wasn't it? That's right. Well, that was a super like yeah. Korean caricature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was the blonde girl that would do. I think she was like a mentally disabled chick. 
Oh, uh, was she? That she was a little awkward. She was like, apparent, yeah. like she'd always like t- mumble her words out. Yeah, she had like bad ponytails. Oh, I'm sure there's way more than that. Oh yeah. yeah, those are just the two that I thought of off the top. I mean, think about like in Living Color too. All those uh, crazy characters. I don't know if you could pull those off anymore. Uh, uh, yeah, Wanda. Time is different. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Wanda. Uh, anyways, but we're here to talk. I just have two things in the news for this week. Two big stories. Two things. All right. The first one is about the streaming wars because Netflix last week had kind of a very, very, very bad day. Uh, and if you had Netflix stock or were employee of Netflix with stock options, you also felt this bad day. Basically what happens is they come out with their first quarter Numbers revealing that Netflix lost about 200,000 subscribers. Oh, shit. In the first quarter. And worldwide they, or just in America? I think this is worldwide because yeah. that's not that much. They did pull out of Russia uh, when okay. that war started. Right. But they also said they expect to lose like another two million. Yeah, uh, it's it, the start of a downtrend. still a drop in the bucket for now. And then summarily, instantly, their stock drops about thirty five percent in one yeah, day. That's just people like freaking out over that non news. They lost fifty four billion dollars in market value. Wow! In one day, fifty four because billion, of yeah. fifty because of two billion. million people, they have like a hundred million people. What? Yeah, well, they have what? They have over two hundred million. Yeah, subscribers. it's nothing. So I, don't, I think the thing is, I don't think they've been. This is the first time they've had a where they're not growing since two thousand and four. The first stock trade off and the first dip in subscribers in a long time. Yeah, but you just said they, they reach market saturation. So are this they, is my. These are all. These are my questions to you guys. Should Netflix be freaking out? Should the streaming companies be freaking out? Or is this? A market correction was Netflixed overvalued. Just for shits no. and giggles, look, here's where the stock was uh, the day before $348 a share, Tuesday, April 19th. The next day, it dips to 246 and it is in the last five data has gone down another 37%. It's at 209 right now, and people are expecting it to continue. Hmm. To plummet when it had just peaked. If you look at this stock chart, it had just peaked in uh, 2021 uh, in the last year at its highest. It was at six hundred and ninety dollars. Well, here's here's why rugs. Why I think it's it's not good for Netflix is they're not really making money. They've been still hemorrhaging cash on creating new content. So that strategy of just throwing as much content throwing against shit the, wall, at the wall. Yes, it's now. They're not they're they're not growing, so they're losing money now. They're lo- by people dropping off. They're losing money, and they're still losing money overall. So I think that's what the concern. No, you're here. right about that. But what I'm what I'm saying is that like it's something that was a foregone conclusion. Sure. Like in the world where Netflix was first, and they were the only ones putting streaming stuff out there. That's what's and crazy. Yeah, had the business model and stuff. Yeah. They went worldwide. They have a really far reach. They're like way ahead of all the other ones. Now, these other apps can catch up, but Netflix still has the market share. So they can change their business model. And I think that's the bigger that's the bigger problem. As they start putting ads on this shit. 
Well, um, that's what that's going to be their first steps to 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 do something, right? If they're cracking down on on people's password sharing, Reed Hastings in the past has said we don't care about passwords. We're never going to have ads they on. They should service. have. They and should he, have. Now, they should have added some kind of limit. But now like, they're going to crack down on passwords and they're going to so introduce ads. Give me the what's the uh, for the password sharing. What is the Basically, how many users can jump on six? Is it or uh, yeah, per account? You know how many? Uh, it depends, right? How much yeah. they're and how much you're paying a month, right? Four. You can have up to four screens playing at the same time at their top level, right? Yeah. So, but they're saying for every like, you know, doesn't that cut into their actual numbers if every household is sharing it with three other people? But or right. ha- so meaning. The the Netflix market has been saturated. Like the, uh, it's everybody who's going to get Netflix now has Netflix. Is there? There's no more people because well, they're you, sharing it. Right. You either pay for it or you have your cousin's nephew, sister's brother's password. Right. And you know they should be people should be paying for the service. You know it's not that expensive. I think adding ads is going to be a really big problem. Well, and their price their slow price increase has now made them one of the higher. Price. How much are they now? Uh, it's like fifteen dollars a month, I think. Yeah, top. HBO Max was the most expensive, and I think that Netflix is creeping up on them. So, hmm. and I, the irony and that HBO the, doesn't have ads. The, the OG, the people who came up with the model, the the disruptors, the original disruptors themselves are now getting disrupted because they are seeing great competition from HBO Max, from Disney Plus, from Hulu. There's quality shit on a lot of these services now, right? Amazing catalogs. Yeah, Netflix is uh, Netflix has tons of shit up on there. You quantity know, quantity over quality. Yeah, so I think they're gonna have to flip that around and start to. Fu- they spent eighteen billion dollars a year on content that largely just gets buried because they're making so many. I'm watching a show called Is That Cake. It's actually very entertaining, and it's basically they found these people with a specific set of skills. They can make cake look like anything. So there's like five <laughs> cheeseburgers, and the judges have to guess which one of them is cake. This is the show that's on Netflix, but it's kind of entertaining. Uh, but the point is they throw there's so much shit on there, and you never know what to watch. And HBO, just having that name, any HBO Max original, you know, is going to be quality, and they've got a lot of great shit going. Apple TV Plus, the fact that Apple TV Plus beat them to a Best Picture Oscar. It's got to really sting Netflix because that's all they've wanted for years. They've been trying to get that yeah. shit. And Apple TV fucking beat them to it in like their third year. Well, they were always racing because they were always trying to invest in some sort of... They they, they only needed like one or two things every month to be... To be a hit. Water cooler. Yeah. yeah. So that people could keep renewing or adding Netflix on. And at some point, yeah, Ruggs is right. They, I mean, I, I'm sure... Someone in there had to have foreseen that at some point this the train was going to stop in terms of growth, and you needed to pivot to other uh, revenue strategies. So the ad thing, I think. Listen, I, I think we we've we were we've been in kind of a a state here with streaming where we've been kind of used to no ads now. Spoiled, yeah. But you know, ads were always a big part of television mm-hmm. and a big part of revenue for t- TV networks, mm-hmm. and at some point. You know, when you're paying paying the price point that we're paying for streamers for fifteen dollars or less, there's only so many heads before you gotta you got you gotta find other ways to make money. So I think ads are on the way. I think ads, not maybe not commercials, but like an ad tier and all that. Yeah, I think that it's okay to have ads as long as it improves everything. Like 
that's a sacrifice that like the reason why Hulu costs nothing is because it you have ads. Yeah. A lot well, of Peacock ads. costs nothing because you got ads. Yeah. So it's um, a trade off. Yeah. So also, like you said, Anthony, they, they're banking on their hits, their franchises. A lot of their big franchises are coming to an end. But they keep canceling everything. They, they cancel shit. And like Stranger Things has got another season left. Cobra Kai, maybe another season left. Ozarks has ended all their big shows. They canceled uh, Narcos today. They did? Yeah. Are you serious? So they're canceling a lot of animation projects. They're now going to be. Here's the other crazy thing: is it was well known among people who pitch TV shows that if you had an idea, Netflix was your first fucking stop because they would give you money for anything. Well, that's that's another thing that Netflix probably will do is that they're going to have to be a little bit more mindful of the projects they yeah. invest in. Yeah. You know, that's obviously not good for the all the creators out there because that's less things that they can do, but. If you want to keep the business alive, you know, throwing money at everything, taking that model and just have being the everything to everyone. It worked for a little bit. Yeah, you just got to, they got to pivot and yeah. we'll see. We'll see where it goes. They, they need to curate their content more. They need to they need to invest in their content more. They need to stick with it. Like I, I can name like a bunch of different series. Super that, like, legacy. How much money did that cost? And they kill it before yeah. it even anyway, like as soon it, as it comes. It out. was starting. You know, people were starting to talk about it, yeah. and then all of a sudden they cut it off at the legs. Yeah, like, they wanted to cancel. It. They should have waited a year and let people think it was going to keep going. But they literally canceled it while it was on. Yeah, like <laughs> who's going to watch it then? Oh, what's the point of watching this shit? It should, you know, I mean, like. You you can't just cancel the show as it comes out because then no one's going to want to watch it. Because so, it's like there's no point. Let me uh, throw in a uh, fun uh, poll from our Facebook group. Not scientific at all. David Zika threw this up. Uh, very good question. What service slash channel do you watch the most? Uh, let me ask you guys right now. Where what what streamers do you find yourself going to most often today? Mm. Paramount Plus and HBO Max right now. See, Netflix is not on that list, is it? No, it's third, yeah. Anthony, I mean, what Disney, is the thing you pull up in Disney? Disney, but it's mostly, it's not like I have a loyalty to one. It's whatever, at this point in my streaming life, I am I just look up what I want to watch and right, I go, it's where, where what, things are. What, where is it at? Yeah. yeah. And I just go to that. What, okay, let's see. This is a better question. What, what uh, app has the most shows that you watch currently? Yeah, on a regular basis, I it's, so it's HBO Max for HBO me. HBO Max might has, be the has, one, but uh, Apple TV Plus got a bunch of great things. Paramount Plus, I'm watching one thing. Uh, and then Netflix, you pop into when something is buzzy, but like only then. Here, I can answer for my mom. My mom yeah. is probably on Netflix and Paramount More. Plus the most. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Paramount Plus has a lot of great movies, though. They got a lot of great shit on there. So the lead vote getters in our unscientific poll, top of the list, Disney Plus, followed by Netflix, then HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Apple TV Plus, Paramount Plus. We got one Crunchyroll and one Curiosity Stream. I don't even know what those are. I know Crunchyroll. I don't know Curiosity Stream. They're a science thing. But in this day and age... To be a streamer and to keep, uh, you know, keep your publicity up or keep the awareness up, it's very hard. You have to keep churning out quality what's, shit. What's really gonna, I think, happen is this streaming war is just it's just starting. Yeah, we're still in the couple of first inning or second inning, but you know, there's not enough room for all these guys. No. So at some point, this is all going to kind of shake out, and whoever's left is going to probably bundle up and just become your new 
cable. It's going to be like two or three streamers, and they're going to have all the content. Mm. It's going to be like old school ABC, C- CBS, NBC. It's a there's only going to be like two or three. That's that would be my prediction because there's too much right now. How many? What's the number that you think would be good? Three, two or three. It's like easily twelve to fifteen. Like yeah, I would, so I would want to, I would want at least five. Well, I would say two or three, but they all have like a gigantic variety of stuff. They're all like Netflix, but you know, with with also mainstream properties. I feel like with three, it's almost like there's there it's it's too limiting in competition. I got to spread it out a little more. I know Ruggs is old enough. Anthony, are you old enough to remember when there were only a handful of channels you could watch? No, no, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah we had like five channels yeah there was maybe and that was enough like there was literally like three network channels a public station Run. channel what are you talking about you were you're old enough to remember when everything was played on the radio but it was oh my god they made radio into live action this is amazing they turned <laughs> talkies they made yeah. talkies i remember when movies used to be silent and that's the way we liked it <laughs> i don't need to hear your voice i can read just fine you got you got someone doing the the sound effects live in yeah, the background. Yeah, this guy the player piano and like yeah, two, piano and, two and a giant and a giant elephant that they're smacking in the ass. Yes. He's got like a wobbly board for thunder and two coconuts for the <laughs> they, horse sounds. You had CBS, yep. you had NBC, you yep. had Fox. And then you had ABC. Fox ABC, was new age. Fox is kind of like newer. UPN and, and and then you had the the Warner Brothers network. Right, that, yeah, those the, and then you had like your public broadcasting network. So you had right? seven at most, but those were even later. Like for the longest time, there was just three networks. But I always thought it's going to come back to like a cable or a TV schedule consolidation. Like it's going to come back to where it started, even though the streamers are trying to disrupt this. But it's a lot. There's so much. There's literally in April, the last two weeks of April, there is a hundred new premieres of TV shows. Oh, shit. Release. There's no way you could keep up with all this. Like, yeah. And there's not, there's not a demand for it either. No. And a lot of like, cases nobody there can watch. Like, who's watching all of this content? There's shows coming out with huge casts that, like, are just getting buried that nobody even pays attention to because it's... And there's good stuff that nobody's watched. So... Yeah, it, it's definitely too much, too much content and too many. It, it can be confusing. So, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. And this is what we wanted. But too much of a good thing is can be too much. of. A I mean, good we definitely thing. like I like having don't get me wrong. I like having everything at my fingertips yeah. and being able to watch things when I want to watch them. Like, I don't want to go back to cable when yeah. I'm looking at TV guide and wondering, oh, is it nine o'clock yet? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. So it's better. But yeah, I mean, there's just too many streamers. Netflix at some point was going to stop growing and they, they lost a lot of the IP that they had. Yeah. You know, so that's right. Let's not forget that things were taken away once other friends, other IP started their own streamers and took their IP. So then they had to make more shitty fucking half-assed programming, throw everything at the wall. And now you see that like their, their catalog. But they're not even sticking to what their brand. Like, why would you buy Miller world? And, the, and, and right, and then not support the the, the IP that you bought, like, like not have faith in like give it another season. Let's see if they like, can okay, correct it's this. Expensive, but like okay, figure out figure out those, how to make the budget work. Wasting or, money, just or wasting get rid money. of a bunch of other shows that are not that are that are worse, and 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 pump up that show, make it even better. You know they're going to compete with Amazon's Lord of the Ring trilogy that costs a fucking half a billion dollars to make. Uh, there's other things that are coming back that are are giving them a run for their money, so. 
Netflix has to do something. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't know if it's like the, it's not the sky is falling situation for them, but it's definitely no, an eye opener. I don't think opener. it's like that big of a deal. I think they didn't lose that many people. I just think that okay, they they, they have to start doing something different because they're not growing. And I think the two things that they're proposing, I don't know about uh, having ad revenue. I think that that's a bad idea. And uh, now it makes it less desirable. But I do think limiting the password sharing, it's a no-brainer. Like, yeah, they should, anybody who uses the service should at least pay the mere, bare minimum to have it, you know? Uh, and that would – I guarantee you there's probably – a good 15% of people not paying for it. I mean, they would make a, a lot more revenue right away just with that uh, yeah. forcing that on them. Is this a good time, Anthony, to buy Netflix stock? We are looking at 2018. That's last time it was this low no. was in 2018. No, because they're going to lose. They're going to still, they're on pace to still lose more. Oh, it's, it's still going. More people are it's still going to yeah, go down. I think it's still going to go down. Fuck. Yeah, this kind of news, it doesn't shift around that fast. So maybe wait. Does it rebound anywhere to its $600, $690 level? Depends what kind of pivots they make Depends as far as. Yeah, this, that's insanely I mean, it, high. See, could be the 600 could have been their apex. I mean, it looks like that. It looks like if you look at the five year line, like that's the peak. And like what would get people to come back? You need the you need good stuff. No, that's definitely if you look porn. at their whole their whole lifetime, it's the, that's the highest it's ever. Netflix been. porn. Oh, porn. <laughs> now with it's a porn. Crowd. Netflix no. now with porn. One hundred percent increase in subscribers. Yes, I think that's that's key. All right. Anyways, you I can find that free. You don't need Netflix. That's a good point. Of course, it's got to uh, be it's like three. I just porn. trying to think of yeah, what could the, something, what good, could do it. The good stuff, like the, the the porn where you get good actors and actresses, or maybe it's like a, a reality porn game show and you can vote on well, geez. i don't yeah. know what would it would take for it to be uh, i don't know i mean disney's got the major ip it's got all of the fucking right? ip that everybody knows yep so what can netflix do it has to find new ip it has to find or if I ask to find something that people don't even know it's a diamond in a rough, I mean, and like is make the, it into something. the Witcher doing anything for them? I don't know. You know, I that, like the Witcher a lot. Yeah, I do. I think it's very good. And I think that you know, I think that all their shows that they tried to make were at least um, had promise. Like even even Jupiter's Legacy, like that had promise. It could have been better. They just stumbled out of the gate. So they could have done something with that. They hit a wall. They definitely hit a wall hard. It's just it's surprising that it happened so quickly. And it's they literally misfired with it. But like it's a cliff. I don't know. I would have retooled it and kept it going. Yeah. So a lot of people in the group also mentioning they have canceled their Netflix subscription. And a lot of people do the thing where they just sign up when the show is out and then they cancel and they get out. So there's also those Well you're gonna ooh. deal with that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But now, what, wanted, what Netflix wanted to get to a level where they had, where it's just literally like you're subscribed and you don't even realize you're paying for it. Right. Anymore. You just keep paying for it. Yeah. But people are now, now, now they're more aware because they're paying for eight, nine, ten streaming services, right? So they're going to be more aware of what's coming out of the bank account every month. And what if they do something where they give you a, a, a package where you can buy six months and you save like 20 bucks? Oh. I think they do that, don't they? A lot of streamers do something like that. Like a uh, yeah, and a bulk. Of- you know, we don't we do that? 
Oh, they so we did that initially with Disney Plus offered a deal. I think when they started, these deals were around. It was like first three years. Well, I think I read something too. Might have been in our group, but uh, it probably was in our group. So whoever said this, kudos to you. I don't remember who said it, but you're going to start to see the real numbers come out for a lot of these streamers because a lot of these streamers bundled up their packages with other things. Right, with a phone. For instance, Apple right. with the phone. Disney was doing stuff yeah. with, I think, Verizon. Yeah. So a lot of these numbers might be overinflated. AT&T gives you free HBO Max. Correct. Uh, stuff like that. They so used There's to. a lot of people getting these streamers for free, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, And we'll see when, when it comes. I wouldn't to, count Netflix out yet. Yeah. yeah, no, I think I'm not going to count them out because, again, they have things like... If they, I mean, they're a meme. Yeah. Netflix and chill. Yeah. This is the OG, they, um, man. It depends on how they they do this ad thing. If they do it like where it's annoying, like every fucking 10 minutes is a fucking ad, then no. If they just run a one ad in the front, then that's fine. If they don't have one, they need a very smart, savvy business person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think Netflix can stick around, but... Remember Business Wars, Imran, yep. Netflix, and Blockbuster. We all thought Blockbuster right. was never always going to be around. And, and now, what's and the ma- went away. amazing is Netflix finds itself in the position Blockbuster was in their war a little bit, sure. which is crazy, crazy to how the wheel has, the pendulum has swung all back. Um, so, yeah, listener, let us know. Do you still have a Netflix account? What's your favorite streamer? Join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. There's a link in the show description. It is a closed exclusive group just for you guys, just for you listening right now. Uh, it's where I post Moon Knight spoiler threads and movie spoiler threads when they come out so you can geek out, spoil away, and hang out. Uh, okay. The other uh, big news story last week, maybe not a surprise, uh, Ezra Miller arrested again. In Hawaii. The fuck? Yeah, I got to give him. I got to. Oh, shit. Again? I, yes. Is the third time? I, this is the second or third time. Second Fuck's time sake, man, you're amateur. I got a lot. I don't know. Is he. This time, he threw a chair at someone and put a gash in this girl's head. Hmm. Uh, I deserved it. Yeah. But yeah probably. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shit. What did you say? He? They. Sorry. They. I was going to say. He used goes by they, so please respect his pronouns. chair. At someone, and it, this isn't there. Obviously, we talked about the previous arrest at the karaoke bar. They did not enjoy the karaoke. So, my question is Does he need help? Should we be looking for help? What is Warner Brothers doesn't seem to really care much. Uh, they're still not freaking out about this, but you got to imagine it continues to be a bigger PR nightmare for them. Uh, you know. He doesn't have any movies coming out except for The Flash. He was they, Imran. They, sorry, I keep forgetting. They were just in the Fantastic Beast. Or just three. refer to Ezra as Ezra. Ezra, so, yeah. Ezra is uh, breaking <laughs> down a little bit. I just think it's kind of uh, it's very public, but multiple levels. Does does Warner Brothers now do something about them? Would you, if you were Warner Brothers? <laughs> I think what Warner Brothers is doing is they're just going, let's just see how this plays out, because as, as they state, we got a lot of time. So, and, yeah. Can I, ask I think you get a, them support. Can I ask a different question? Yeah, what's the other question? So let's say the pressure's on and the WB does something. 
what do you think the headlines are? Is it going to be a full wall of hate for WB for turning its back on a marginalized person that they abandoned him and didn't get him help when he they was abandoned bro- them them sorry fuck so did hard. not help them Imran. did not help them when they were crying out for help yes clearly or is it good riddance i mean we all have discussed how they may not be the best choice to play the flash uh but he, they are a good performer they are a good actor in other things i believe it, Ezra's a good actor. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, it's it's not ideal definitely for WB. I, I think first of all on Ezra, he definitely needs something. He needs help. He, there's something going on with him. Where whether he can't control his alcohol or he he is easily irritated, something's going on with that guy because he's got they he's got a target on their back. It's really hard. To do. Do. It is very hard. It's very hard. <laughs> it's very hard to remember Ezra's pronouns. But yeah, I think he's they got a. I'm just laughing at Anthony struggling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to laugh. It's just well, you, look, hard. we're trying. We've been, we've, we're, we're not, we've been speaking for a long time. A certain yes, way. We're trying. Yeah, we're well, trying. It's, it's change is hard sometimes. It's all they they need to get help. They need to do something. Ezra needs to do something. I just what is going through? The- I don't know if WB should be doing that yeah, for Ezra. Yeah, the people around I mean, Ezra, if they want to, yeah. you know, it's not the worst thing in the world for your employer to try and help you out. But yeah, someone else. I mean, someone's got to talk to him. I maybe mean, gonna, maybe they're maybe Ezra's going to go to jail. So I mean, that'll be his wake up call. I don't, yeah. I don't know. This bond was only like five hundred dollars for the first thing, but. For them to do something so soon after a public arrestment, you know, just a few days earlier, a week earlier, yeah, like that's there's weird. Something there's on. something going on. That's very concerning. Like there's going, the, there's the, obviously some kind of unraveling happening. There's the, at least a lack of aware social awareness that's going on, where he, where the, Ezra doesn't really, he doesn't get, it. he doesn't, he realize. doesn't get it. Yeah, he, he, Ezra doesn't get it. This also snowballs, right? Yeah. So. The more shit that you do when you're out in public, the more shit that's going to come up or yeah. you're going to be even more paranoid about shit coming up. Even if it doesn't like you're like, oh, it's because this is out in the news. Like and all of a sudden you're on the defense. And before you know, it, you're throwing a chair at somebody. And yeah, I, I haven't read the situation here. There's just me speculating. But the more people think you're a loose cannon, the more they're going to fuck with you. Yeah. Oh, that is also a good point. And maybe they, they're just antagonizing them more yeah, wherever so they it, are. It, it's not a good situation. It's no. not good. They need to manage this shit. WB, get on this. This is a fucking quagmire. Yeah, I think I think WB, let, I, I'll restate. I think I re, re-change my opinion, change my opinion on this. I think WB should step in for their own sake and just at least make an attempt to, I'm not saying get rid of him. But at least have someone talk to his, their guys. They mitigate the problem. Yeah, and at least offer like, hey, we're going to, if you need counseling, if you need help, we'll we'll recommend guys. We'll get you in the be- touch with the best people. We want to help you. Because we got to figure this shit out. We figure this shit out because we got a movie in like a year and a half. Yeah, so we got to promote. We need people that come see this. <laughs> yeah. Do I don't even know. Do you, if you recast it, I say you get, 
you can put this movie out, but then try to recast this flesh as soon as you can. Uh, recasting isn't the worst thing in the world. You know, he finished this movie, let this movie get out, and then use the 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 flashpoint to recast everybody, even the Flash. Uh, and because there's lots of there's lots of good choices you can have that probably are less trouble. Uh, yeah, probably. You know. But I hope he gets help. That's all I'm saying is that it's just like two in a row. What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, the, in the in the meantime, listener. Uh, you can uh, buy a t-shirt from us. Support the show. <laughs> it's hard transition. It's going to support us. <laughs> support <laughs> us by supporting. As we go through tough times. Yes, we all go through things. Support us by supporting yourself and putting clothes on yourself with our logo or Rugboy Space. Visit jockandnerd.com slash shop to visit our Public shop. Pick up some swag. It's always there. It always looks good on you. We appreciate it. Take a quick break here. We play some promos, and we got a mind-bendy, twisty episode of Moon Knight to discuss right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey there, everyone. Brian here, host of TV Trivia Pod. It's a trivia-style podcast focusing on TV and movies. Listen in for questions like, what's the name of Michael Scott's screenplay? What do you say to view the Marauder's map? And what's everyone eating in the post credit scene of Avengers? Play along to TV Trivia Pod anywhere you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more trivia! Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Listener, if you enjoy this show, it's a good time to join our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! And you can support the show on a monthly or annual basis, and you get bonus things. You get access to an exclusive RSS feed where the shows come out early. Bonus content, post shows, instant reactions are posted there. Uh, It's not up now as we're recording, but by the time you hear this, hopefully, Anthony, your Escape from New York review will be up there. I forgot to put it up when you send it in. Oh, shit. But that's the next piece of (laughs) bonus content. Oh, shit. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Let me play this for myself. I was going to play this clip for Ezra Miller, but now with this fuck up, I'll play it for myself. Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together (laughs) and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. That, I haven't heard that one in a long that time. That uh, relates to me and Ezra, really, if you think about it. Uh, so you get bonus content. You get access to our private monthly Discord hangout in our Just for Patreon supporters. It's the third Thursday of every month. Uh, date is in the show description or on our Patreon page. And uh, there's a tier where you can pick and force us to watch and review any movie you want. It's the You Pick It tier. Lots of fun. We'll be doing more of those in the future. Uh, and some of them are just on the Patreon feed, which is that's why you want to sign up. Bonus content, jockinerd.com slash Patreon. Jockinerd! Jockinerd! So good. It sounds just like the soundboard. I, I was like, did I press the button? What happened? I didn't press. How did that? Uh, okay. 
This week's review, we are up to episode four of Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Six. Four of six. Two thirds of the way done already. Uh, quick show. Here is your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. This one directed by the directing duo of Justin Benson, Aaron Moorhead. They have done a few along with Muhammad Diab. Anthony, what happens in the, in the tomb? Episode titled The, the tomb. tomb. We get to the tomb, but then we get to the tomb. We get some other we shit, left, too. We laughed, laughed, laughed left we off laughed, at the loved, last episode. We lost. We laughed. We cried. Uh, the last episode, Moon Knight, or Khonshu, turned back the sky, and because of that, Mark doesn't have any powers anymore. So Mark is, he knows where the, the tomb of Ahmed is, but he has no powers, and they're trying to get to the tomb of Ahmet, or the, I guess the statue of Ahmet before Harrow's men do. And Harrow's men are there. And in the midst of going and finding the Ahmet statue, or whatever the fuck you call the it. Ushapti. The Ushapti. We learn a little bit more about uh, Stephen's love for Layla. Mm-hmm. A little bit more about Layla's dad. Mm-hmm. And we get a big twist ending, so we'll leave it at that. Big twist. Yeah, we'll we'll dissect shortly. Now, if you guys recall last week, I may have screamed several times something about, I don't think any of this is happening. And, well, we get some clues. Maybe. And I'm still, yes. Now, the, the question becomes a little bit more complicated when we get to the big twist ending. Uh, but overall, Anthony, what did you what did you think of the episode overall? I I enjoyed it. The mummy slash Indiana oh, Jones vibe, yeah, Tomb Raider also, thought, yeah, worked well. And I wrote down at the end, you know, once we saw that ending to my friends, I said, "Well, this show kind of took it up a different level now because now." Each Marvel series is always there's always like a, a, a an episode where they kind of s- switch things up, but this one at least puts you on your toes a little bit more than the normal switch ups. Yeah. It's not a reveal of a, a new character or anything. It's just okay. Is this now a, a very heady psychological episode ep- uh, series? So I enjoyed it. I think that twist ending. I don't know if I necessarily believe it's all in his head. But I like the fact that now everyone's kind of questioning everything, and I like the discourse around it. So I, I overall, I like the episode. And I thought one quick thing to point out, I liked the interplay with Steve kind of being in control and Mark in the background, and then Steve confessing his love mm. to Layla, and Layla kind of enjoying Steve. And my favorite part of the episode was when Steve admits to, to Layla right in the beginning that the reason Mark's hiding mm-hmm stuff from her is because she doesn't want he doesn't want Kanchu to take her as an avatar. Yeah. And he reveals that and then I think Mark takes over for a half second and punches him in the face. He does. And it, I thought he, that was great. Yeah. No, it's right after the kiss. Yeah, he kisses yeah. her. He, he kisses it's an her. an awkward right, right. fucking kiss, but he first tells her uh what what you just said and then he kisses her and then Mark punches himself in the face a la Fight Club, which is fantastic. It's- it's very interesting to me that a woman would want to be with a dude with multiple personalities. That that is also a good point. Maybe she, I don't know, but she didn't. Like know. she looks, she's like she's got her shit together and everything. You know, I'm not, not clear like a, if she. She knew. was a mess too. Like in Fight Club, you know, the girl was that oh, you know yeah. that Tyler Durden was dating yeah, was yeah. was a complete mess. Yeah. So it makes sense. But this girl sounds like she's got her shit together. She's you know, 
comes from a line of fucking adventurers. He doesn't need this shit. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, it was an interesting episode. Where are we at? at the, so the, the, they reveal, he reveals to her that Kanchu wants to take her over. And so that helps the relationship between the, the two. And um, they got this whole like, yeah, uh, adventure sequence where they go in there and they're, they're going after the tomb of Alexander and shit. It's a lot of fun stuff. That, yeah. that zombie priest horror bit was I thought that was a great yeah. kind of horror movie uh vibe and it was uh it, i was, it was almost kind of saw yeah i was like what with the guy getting cut yeah. up while she's trying to hide there yeah, he's like he's storing the dude's organs i don't know if he was gonna it was the mummification room so right but i was like what the fuck is that thing uh and it fucking freaked me out and uh I, even the beginning so let's break it down a little bit from the beginning this opening shot it's upside down that dude is walking the Usai, the Ushapti of Kanchu, and it slowly spins. I love that. And then he puts him in this alcove, and it pulls back to reveal. I counted it. There's like 10 other fucking gods here that are being kept. So I'm wondering if there's some kind of war with the gods, the avatars we met, and those gods, and, and these gods. Like, why is there 10 fucking gods trapped in stone here? Uh, who are these people? Mm-hmm. Uh hilarious lines right when Stephen grant is talking to mark and he's confronting him and he's like are you in love with my wife now are you in love with my wife and then he's like if i need a recipe for a protein shake i'll call you leave me alone but then like he kisses her and then he gets punched it's so funny uh the and then the the sequence where they're in the cave they realize it's like a maze that's kind of cool uh with the six points the the eye the eye of horus yeah alexander the great anthony you're a history buff. Well, what does that mean that he finds the tomb of Alexander the Great? I wonder if that means anything more. The Great. Uh, I believe I'm not huge on Egyptian history, but I know Alexander the Great, I believe conquered Egypt at one point. He's Macedonian, yeah. and a lot of Egyptians somewhat consider Alexander a pharaoh, yeah. like an, an Egyptian. He's kind of Egyptian to them. They adopted him because of that. So you see a lot of the Macedonian markings, but. I think the big thing there it reveal there is the fact that Alexander the Great was Amit's avatar. The last avatar of Amit, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's the person that Harrow might have been referring to or probably was referring to as Amit had another avatar and betrayed them. So Alexander the Great was his avatar and or Amit's avatar and at some point decided this this wasn't right and then betrayed her. So and then that's probably where she gets stuck in the as the statue within his his voice is in his yeah. in his esophagus. I yeah, guess. Yeah, he had to reach down. Yeah, that I guess that's significant in that they're kind of rewriting history and making it so that Alexander the Great was also buried in the pyramids, which we don't know if that's actually the case or not. Yeah, I mean, are they there? Are they in the pyramids? They're like some weird location. They're not even in a pyramid. Sure. So, well, the pyramids were designed to be weird, lo- like you. It wasn't a straight shot to find a tomb, right? There was all sorts of different rooms. It was meant to mislead people that were trying to break right, in. Right, which the they knew people were going to steal shit. Right. Um, the father bit. So Mark does come back and he tells her he was there when her father got murdered, but he didn't do it. Do we think it's like the third personality yes, that maybe came out? the third guy. Everybody knows that this. did that. That actually killed her father. So It could yeah. be uh, the third guy. Or... Or the Bushman, or but I've the read Bushman. online they 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 wanted to avoid using the Bushman oh. because 
the creators of this show thought he was too much like Killmonger. Well, uh, okay, I could see that. So it could be a third. The, might, they might be doing the third personality route. They, you know, they completely they they refigured the Marlene character, which is Layla. Marlene is like a white woman, right? She, in the comics, right. she's a white woman. So now they made her uh, an Egyptian person, and the father is an Egyptian archaeologist. So they're gonna, you know, it's interesting to see where they're gonna go. But that's what I thought. I was like, he was there, but he meant that he he was inside. Should, should we just get to the okay the good stuff? Then Her- Arthur Harrow shoots Stephen slash Mark twice in the chest, and he falls in shallow water at first. And I love the sequence because the camera and before that, yeah. Layla has a conversation with Mark as you mentioned. Yes, because she finally yeah. confronts him because Arthur finds her and tells her everything, causing her to go, causing him to spill the beans. But the shot where he's falling into like the sunken place, like in the fucking movie. Uh, and he like in uh, Get Out. In Get Out, yeah, he just yeah. falls into this darkness, and then it goes, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then he wakes up in this white, pristine. Wh- oh no, no! Then, then it cuts to a four three ratio, and a really cheesy looking adventure movie called Tomb Buster. <laughs> right, and you see this guy who is Doctor Stephen Grant, but he he looks like Arthur Harrow. His name is Dr. Steve McGrand. He's all slick and it's a very, there's a very, a lot like Raiders of the Lost Ark, the opening of that, right? Mm-hmm. Remember when the statues are coming out and the guy's following him, the guy's escorting him. But this guy's the smooth, suave, and then it reveals that this is on a television. They're watching a VHS tape. Mark is in this fucking white mental institute and everybody's there, like in The Wizard of Oz. The whole cast of characters are either orderlies or they're patients. Harrow is the doctor uh, in this mental. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I love the little clues they have about everything that he is. We've seen in his story. You see hints of that in this, in this sequence. Uh, what else did you, th- what, what did it get you when well, this happened? Um- what did you think? We uh, we kind of experienced this already with Legion. It's very it Legion, on. yes. It reminded me of Legion. We're all in the mental institution, mm-hmm. and you don't know what's real, and this and that. So we kind of seen this before, but at the same time, um, I think it's a work. I don't think it's real. It, I think that so what is it's this? one of the gods intervening on the yeah. behalf of uh, of of uh, of Conchu. You know, we had that lady god that was uh, talking to Conchu and the other one. Hathor, yeah. Maybe that's an intervention of uh, of Hathor or somebody as one of the gods, or perhaps that hippo god was one of the statues, and this is where all the gods get sent when they're banished. Yeah, that's what I thought. So uh, you know, things get crazy. You see that he's he's chained to the his wheelchair, just like he was chained to his bed. He starts to freak out. He runs. He finds a runs across a room with a sarcophagus banging. Opens it up. It's him. It's Stephen Grant. Stephen Grant pops out. So now there's two Oscar Isaacs. There's a Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, separated. They're running. They're trying to get out of there. They run by a, another room with another sarcophagus with it shaking. Somebody's in there. They do not open that one. They continue. And as they're running, the doors open, and there's a giant hippo god, and they scream, and she has a girl's voice, female voice. She just goes, Hi. Uh, and it's crazy, right? And it ends right there. Also, a lot of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest vibes 
I liked in this back half. I appreciated it. Um, so is this another layer of not real? Were we while we were watching real, and this isn't real? Is this Mark? It's not real because he's not going to be seeing a, a, a hippo. Is okay, okay. I guess that's a giveaway. But is Mark remixing reality, or is one of the gods remixing reality? Is this how he's trying to fight Arthur Harrow? Also, the detail of Arthur Harrow's office is that same room he was in when he was like, oh, I'm going to die in a magician's man cave. It's the same room, just painted white. He's wearing the sandals. He's got the cane. Like, you see the Egyptian statues. You see the postcards. Mm -hmm. You see all these little clues everywhere. It's very cool. You see the gold statue guy. You see Donna. Like, I loved how they did that. And I'm like, this is like cuckoo's nest. What's real, Anthony? Yeah, I think this is a swerve. I, I agree with rugs, and I think most of the internet's thinking this is a swerve in that it's just a test. And he's been, as the avatar of Kanchu, I think he's been put into this mental test when he got shot of of this purgatory, and he's got to figure out a way to get out of it. And it might be like something where he has to mentally deal and come to grips with the numerous personalities he has. And I think. Perhaps part of that coming to grips with that is dealing with that third personality. So this perhaps this next episode is him dealing with that third personality in the in this world. The, there's only two episodes I left. I still want Jake Lockley to be like the bad guy, like the actual villain. It'd be cool. It'd be cool if if the the villain, one of the villains, was his personality. Yeah. Yeah. No that that would be great, and that maybe Arthur was trying to help him. So that hippo god is the god Tauret. Uh, they, there was a brief mention in the beginning of the series. They had tower at plush dolls in the gift shop, but she is the God of fertility regeneration. See, yeah. Perhaps she is the one who brings country back or brings like Mark. So was Mark actually I mean, shot that, that twice? Makes, you know, that, that already makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah. She's the God of yeah, regeneration. Yeah. He's in, he needs to come back. She's going to have to fix his, his shootings, his shot holes, his bullet holes. I mean, he was shot twice or was he? Well, there's a lot he has. I mentioned Jake Lockley, but there's a lot he has to deal with like before he can move forward. He's got that. He just admitted that's the last thing he has to deal with because he just inadvertently had to admit to Layla that her dad, he was involved in her dad's shooting. Yeah, yeah. He had to admit to Layla that why he's hiding from her is because of Kanchu. But again, that last thing he has to confront is that thing that's in that coffin that they, they don't want to confront. Yeah, were you? Uh, were you when you saw this? Were you like, yes, I, I like, told you I knew it. I knew this shit. But then at the end, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, once you see that hippo, you're like, and the two Stevens, the two Oscar Isaacs, the two Stevens. Even that gives it away. Hero's office is a little too. It's oh, too crazy. There's no way that that's real. Yeah. So you have to think about what is real. So Israel, what, what is, does Israel have to do with this? What does Israel have to do Leave with this? The Israeli are, in, are they going to use their weapons? <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is, you think about what is real. So is is Stephen shot? Is he mortally wounded? Um, he fell into like obviously a, sh- a shallow puddle. Yeah, it was a shallow puddle. What's water. happening in reality while this is going on in his head? Like. What has to happen? He has, he can't die, obviously, right? So I feel can't like die. Yeah. something has to either intervene or either or this whole him getting shot never happened because everything that we're looking at is completely bullshit. How everything. fractured is his mind? 
you know, is is it him doing this and inceptioning himself to to protect? I don't know. Oh, it was crazy. It was a great twist. I did love the twist. And if you have read any Moon Knight comics, there is a run from Jeff Lemire in 2016. You would have saw this coming. That run starts where this episode ends. The, the, the It starts with him in a mental institute and that dude Crawley, the gold statue guy is there. And he's been convinced that his Moon Knight persona has been made up in his head. Oh, I love how he has a little action figure of Moon Knight also, which is kind of strange. <laughs> you know, but just like everything. We- Someone pointed out yeah. on screen. I think it was Screen Crush pointed out that if you look closely, that is a Skeletor. Oh, it's a painted Skeletor He-Man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, there's another crazy Easter egg. Layla in the Mental Institute, she's got a Band-Aid on her finger. On the Band-Aid is a drawing of a scarab in red. Hmm. Uh, there is a, a character named the Scarlet Scarab that was... Uh, an Egyptian guy, I think named Abdullah something. Maybe it was her father. Maybe she's going to be him. I don't know why there's a little scarab on her, her bandaid, but I mean, she's a little scarab. She's she's the, yeah. She's the, that's what he called her, but I like the twist rugs. what do you think of the twist? Is it I, so episode fours of these shows? If you go back, look at them, something crazy always happens in the episode four. This one I think is the craziest out well, of all. I, I think that they were kind of, working their way to like a climax in the actual reality or our perceived reality of the show. And now twisting it this way is kind of like subverting expectations and prolonging the climax, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I have to burp. You, you, you buy yourself two more <laughs> episodes by doing that. Yeah. So they basically put the pump, the brakes so they could tie up some loose ends, hopefully, and then finish big. Uh, with this, re- with the reveal of the third personality and and how that's going to basically tie everything together. Like right now, we're, we're, we're they left a lot of these things unanswered, and then all of a sudden, this guy's going to spring forward, and you're going, "Oh!" And you're going to get have that feeling, kind of like almost like a Tyler Durden feeling, where you're like, "Oh, everything that's been happening has been orchestrated by this personality." But and, I feel um, like they did the same thing again where we were tell we were we were we liked how they were setting up the bad guy and the good guy at once instead of doing pulling like they did on Hawkeye and you put Kingpin at the very end. But mm-hmm. now they've kind of done that. They've given us clues about this third personality. We don't even know if his name's gonna be Jake Lockley yet. There's no clue to say that, but there is a third personality. And now this is the bad guy. Like they they did it again. They fucking they pulled in the bad guy at the last. But these next two episodes must be about this this third personality. There's it could it could be that it could be that it also if I'm just thinking about the clues that, through the episodes. Harrow's consistently said that he, he's a fractured man. Yeah. He's he's got chaos inside him. So yeah. a lot of that when they say that stuff, I tend to think okay for him to have to defeat Harrow and potentially Ahmet, he needs to get his shit together. Mm, he needs to fix himself. So he needs to, yeah, he needs to confront the, 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 the fractured personalities, the, the chaos inside him and get it going in the right direction so that he can beat the bad guy. So that could be another angle to this is he's got to just, perhaps the Lockley character is brutal, but it's also something that he can use. He can point in the right direction, similar to, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla in 1995. <laughs> Godzilla. They pointed Godzilla in the right direction. Yeah, just, got him to kill Space Godzilla. Yeah, just gotta, the weapon. You just got to point him in the right way. You yeah, just got to point the weapon yeah. in the right way. Just right look way. at that and, 
anything in front of you and knock it down. Yeah, <laughs> just go that way. There's something over there. You know that that is a very good point, and I, I think with two episodes left, you can easily you can do one episode where he has to confront his cracked, uh, his fractured mind space, and once he gets that shit under control, you got one more episode for him to be badass Moon Knight and come back and 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 take care of everything, right? That that yeah, yeah be I mean, if, time. if you were writing this on paper, the the next episode would be him getting out of that mind thing, yeah. and then the last episode would be okay. Now you got to stop. They're gonna get Ahmed out, so you gotta stop him. Does he, or you gotta beat Ahmed. Or you gotta beat Ahmed or yeah, become and yeah, maybe Kanshu comes back. Oh man. And, and and that predictability isn't the worst thing in the world. No. No. As as, as long as they execute it well. Yeah. Yeah. They have to deliver. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, because I like but, that. But we're not running into this, at least in this series, and we've said this before, but we're not running into the we still have two episodes left, but it doesn't feel like I've already laid out the things they can accomplish. Right. And tie this up in a bow it's not like it's too many things no it's not yeah. like falcon and winter soldier where yeah. you rolled in or even wandavision yeah. where you rolled into those last episodes and you're like there's no closure on five items yes right now. they yeah they left a lot of shit hanging <laughs> because it was going to connect to other things and i kind of like that they purposely they don't need this to connect to the next movie or the next thing yeah it's so far yeah. egypt has not been visited at all in the mcu right. so they don't need to connect to anything a little connection would be nice, but I'm glad it's not being shoehorned. Yeah, with um, the, I uh, forgot her name is. Hathor? Conchu? Yeah, Sarah Carter or whatever Carter. Oh. Uh, Sandra Carter? What's her, what's her name? Sharon. Oh, Sharon Power Carter. Broker? Yeah, there was that. John Connor? John Connor? Sarah Connor? <laughs> John Connor. I'm looking for Sarah Connor. <laughs> Sarah Connor. Come with me if you want to live. Uh, Power <laughs> Broker, Sharon, Sharon Carter is still out there or something. Yes, so that can you know that could probably if all that shit is if they real. wanted to work her in they could yeah. but I don't think they need to they have a, an opportunity to make a nice clean ending I'm looking forward to that I hope they don't bundle, bungle it up but d- does it bother you that like there's a kind of split on who likes the show who doesn't like the show Oh well we'll get into some of that from news from the nation I'm mostly it is some people. Yeah, it is interesting. Some people are not digging it, and a, a lot of people are loving it. I feel um, like it's not a great superhero show, but it's a good TV show. It's a good like yeah, adventure. I would agree with that. Hmm. There hasn't been. I mean, there has been like superheroy aspects of it, but that I don't think that's been the focus. So I agree with that. I think it's been it's a good TV show. As far as like making me want to put on a cape and stuff and do that, this wouldn't be the first show I'd watch, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, like you just think that a, 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 t- a superhero show has to be like action in it, action oriented, and um, maybe a little action, more with the guy who's in the suit, you know, like action first, yeah, you know, more um, plot driven, you know, things happening. This has got. Different things that could be entertaining. It's got, you know, it has an opportunity for Oscar Isaac to act, obviously. And it's got some fun historical beats. And I, I find it to be interesting. And just the, 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 the showing of the, uh, the, uh, the did, the dissociative identity disorder. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Well, it's like a, it's like a fight club. Memento, Indiana Jones with it's a lot of things wrapped yeah. in here. Yeah, it's like yeah. a fucking the Mummy meets a mind fuck movie. Uh, yeah, keeps you guessing. They, I mean, they've got they've got material there that they can have fun with. And again, I've mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but we haven't seen a lot of 
protagonists with multiple personalities, so that's different. Who is the bad guy here, though, right now? Do we even still know? We kind of don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Harrow has been established as a bad guy. Is but that too obvious, though? We'll see. What I is real? You think Harrow's the bad guy? I, I mean, Harrow's a bad guy because there's they, they purposely did the shot where he just killed... That person picks up his cane, I think, yeah, or whatever, yeah. or the scarab. And he just kills them without even judging. But like, them. so in the Mental Institute, this version, I love Ethan Hawke with the mustache is also fantastic. I love that he has a mustache. But you, he's a lot, this guy's gentler. Like, who's making him this gentle? He's like, don't hurt him. Please don't hurt him. You know, he's he's trying to help him. Uh, and so I'm like, but who, what perspective is making this reality where they made him someone who was trying? I don't know. I don't know. It's very weird. The whole thing is so crazy. Well, what would be the what would be the best ending? Maybe that Harold was trying to help Mark this whole time, and somebody else is the bad guy. I don't know, but he, mm. what if? Let's do this parallel thing. The whole time, Harold's trying to free Amit. The whole time, Mark Spector is keeping in Lockley or whatever. Maybe they're one in the same. Hmm. Is Lockley in control now after he got shot? No, I think that maybe in reality, if you want to try and extrapolate this. Maybe Mark Spector is going to a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is trying to bring out this. This in his mind is the personality that is the judge. You know? Yeah. This. You know, and he wants to keep him inside. He wants to stop him Does, doing it. I'm also curious if Lockley has a, a yet another costume. A third, it's like because Stephen has a costume. Mark had his own suit. Does mm-hmm. Lockley? Does this third personality have their own different suit, or have we already seen it and we just didn't know? I don't know. So many questions. Or maybe they go full Fight Club. And Harrow is actually Lockley. Oh shit! What the fuck? <laughs> That's kind of what I was I was alluring, alluding. Okay, to. okay. Where he's just oh. he's been battling himself. Oh, the whole time. Lockley like makes Harrow like to, Tyler Durden. Yeah, to get himself out. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, that's crazy. But that'd be crazy. But I think a lot of people, if enough people have interacted with Harrow, where I don't know if that's pro- probable or if that would make oh, sense. That's a good point because you'd have to explain that that wasn't him. Because so, you'd have to like you can watch back Fight Club. Right. Or like six cents and know, yeah. oh, that character actually wasn't really interacting yeah. with anyone. Yeah, but it's all there. I mean, anything's possible yeah. with the way they've set it up. I don't think I think they're gonna go way more conventional, but I was trying to think of like I writers intentionally sometimes try and draw parallels to characters that aren't really there. Mm-hmm. And you can look at it that way and go, Oh, that's interesting. And kind of that's what all the, the nerds are doing. You know, they're sitting there making up stupid things or trying to draw these conclusions that are probably wrong. It's great. That's what Imran's been doing. That's what this whole show is. That's what <laughs> yeah. we've been doing for seven years. Uh, I like this other. He's been thinking of things that are probably wrong. Is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I know. We're always wrong. And that's what's great about our show. None of this is real, <laughs> listener. This is all in yeah. your head. Everything I know is wrong. I like this other detail. There's this article that mentions uh, Oscar Isaac's brother, younger brother, Michael Benjamin Hernandez, has been used in this production as Oscar Isaac's body double. 
and the way he's playing the altar, like the back of him, we probably saw he's he they use makeup and prosthetics and some physical training to make him look just like Oscar Isaac and his his version of Mark Spector had a code name on the set. They would call him Mork Sphincter, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> that there's Mork Sphincter running around, but the the uh, uh, yeah. So sometimes you're seeing Oscar Isaac's brother actually the back of his head. Uh, where would you guys rank this right now amongst the other Disney Plus shows with these four episodes? I don't know. It's a tough one. It's tough to say because, it, again, it hasn't finished. Yeah. I would say third. I would say WandaVision and Loki still better was, just because those shows have played out. Yeah. But this could go up to this number could one. Jump. I'm a, I, I feel the same way. Like It's definitely up there so far with the intrigue. And but this one I love that it's just you get so many questions every episode. It's in the top three, yeah. yeah. Okay, I definitely like it better. You know, Falcon and Winter Soldier Man. I think is is the worst. Nobody likes that show. I don't know why. I mean, I guess Hawkeye is just kind of just yeah dessert. You yeah. know, what if is what if, and then then you have the other two that were were pretty solid. Yeah, what if episode four was the Doctor Strange episode? Oh, okay. That was a good episode. Yeah. So all these, if you look back, all episode what, was Falcon and Winter Soldiers four when he kills yep, yep, the guy with the shield. Yep, yeah. That's the fourth. The fourth episode always ends with something crazy in these shows, which is kind of interesting. So hmm. again, a little bit of a formula still in place, but this got me got me so many questions. Let's find out what the listeners in the group thought. Here's some news from the nation. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Woo. You always got to love the, the rapid fire farts. Oh, yeah. The machine gun one. Yeah. yeah. Those are those are those are special. Yeah, <laughs> they make me feel like Rambo. <laughs> I'm my asshole. Yeah, my asshole's Rambo. Uh, this so this episode, Chris Marin wrote, loved it. What the fuck? But loved it. That's kind of how I felt at the end. I was like, wow, what the fuck? But I really liked it. Jamie Robinson says this was my favorite episode so far. Do Stephen and Mark get locked inside a sarcophagus every time Jake comes out? Is that why they don't know that he exists? They are both present for each other's use of the body, but neither of them know about Jake. Is it because they're usually locked up and don't get to experience what he's doing? I am very interested now. He has a lot of questions, just like me. Jesse Rodriguez, this episode was fantastic. Feels like we're jumping into some of the Jeff Lemire run or Lemire. So I don't know. I haven't read that. I thought I had read that, but I don't know what happens in that episode, in that run, so I don't know where this is going, and they're going to change things. Also, I love. Did you see the girl was drawing a? Uh, she was drawing a hummingbird with Conchu's head. All it was all there. <laughs> That's real. David Zika, very good series. A little disappointed that we haven't seen much of the superhero costume or gotten any in- insight into his powers, etc. That's what we we're just saying. I think that's a valid point. There's not a lot of Moon Knight in the Moon Knight suit in the show. Not, not really, no. right? Not much of a superhero. No. Show. There's a lot of Oscar Isaac and a lot of Stephen Grant, but not. Uh, I would like to see a little bit more Moon Knight too. Uh, okay, that was all the comments from the show. Justin Zwerner, uh, he's trying to make up for a new question from last week. Remember last week when I was mean and I told him 
to come up with. I didn't mean that. I was mean. I'm sorry. I got to apologize. <laughs> but Justin's Werner is a good sport. He gives us another question. He says, another, would you rather? Hopefully you guys like this one more than the last one. Would you rather have Iron Man armor, your choice of which one, or a Green Lantern power ring? And then he finishes, of course, by saying, <laughs> and as always, all hail King Imran. Nerd. Thank you, Justin Swerner. I This is a great question. This is a much better question. A lot more uh, possibilities here. Okay, let's hear it. You guys, uh, oh, the possibilities? Well, no, let's hear what the okay. you Us first or no, no, the, you or guys, the, the, the you, people? You guys think about it. Here's what the people right. had to say. Kelsey Carter says, Iron Man armor. So we got to vote for Iron Man armor. John Campbell, Detective John Kimball says, nanotech Iron Man armor. My constructs with the ring would just be farts and dick jokes. Okay. Sounds about right. Those his limitations. Matt Delhauer uh, has thought about this. He says, the ring. Had a discussion recently with a friend about the Green Lantern power set and how a big part of the Green Lantern stories, especially the movie, is how they aren't as powerful because they don't believe in themselves enough. So their willpower falters. Meanwhile, if an alien race not only revealed itself to me, but in its death gifted me a power ring and said, I choose me and all I need to do is believe and imagine it will create things for me. I would be so into myself from the drop is what he says. So that's a great argument for the ring. Alice McPike says the rescue armor, but mostly because uh, then I win a bet. I don't know what that means. John Bellotti Jr. says, I pose this question. Of course, he doesn't answer the question. He gives us another question. <laughs> Would you rather have Iron Man's drinking problem or Hal Jordan's murderous rage after Coast City was wiped out? Okay, we'll deal with that one later. Justin Zwerner himself answers his own question. I take the ring. The only limit is your imagination. Hell yeah, sign me up. I'm leading with the ring. I think there's a lot more possibilities with this ring that can make whatever you want. You just have to believe in yourself. Now, that can be hard, but I think you'd get good practice. You practice, you get good. Rugs? It is a tough question. <laughs> uh, I would say... What are the pros of Iron Man armor? There's, you could do I, a lot of cool stuff. I, I mean, Iron Man armor is like whatever you need it to be. And sure. it's just like the ring is whatever you needed to be. Oh, that's true. And Tony Stark's armor has like no limits. It like it always does whatever it needs to do. It makes Iron Man super powerful. In the movies, it's a little bit more practical. In the comics, it's a little bit more crazy. But yeah, he can pretty much do whatever he wants with that armor. And uh, I just think it's cool to have armor. Yeah. But the ring is tempting because you could literally create anything you want. But then you know what's fake. I don't know. It's nothing that you create is actually last. It's not. It doesn't last, and you have to sustain the will to keep it yeah, so materialized. I think it, would, I think it would be you'd be more powerful with the ring, but I think you'd have more fun being Iron Man and then having that armor that does everything that talks to you when you're lonely, right? right. You know, it can it can drive you home. It can fly you home. Because yeah. the ring, all that shit is fleeting, isn't it? Eventually, it'll disappear. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Anthony, I initially was with the ring because the ring you can create anything. The willpower thing is is a good point because at some point things aren't going to go your way, yeah. and then when things aren't going your way, how much will do you have to? How much does that really affect your willpower and you willing things to happen? It's a finite source. The ring, the willpower is also. Yeah. 
If I misplace that ring. Oh, you're fucked then. I'm fucked. <laughs> and you got to right? charge it. You got to plug it right. into the USB cord. You know, the Iron Man armor. The Iron Man armor. You can wear that Iron Man armor like Tony does in, in Endgame or in uh, Endgame or in, in Affinity yeah. where You can just wear it as a suit right. kind right. of. And it just goes. And if you wear the nano, if you have the nanotech version, it's basically the ring because the nanotech version. Oh. In the in the comics is controlled also by his mind, and you can create whatever you want. Fucking good point. So, based on mm. those two things, and it's not controlled by your will. I think I was going to go with the ring, but because of the fact that I don't want to misplace the ring, and it's it's harder, it's easier to lose the ring than it is with the the armor. I'm going to go with the armor, but I would wear the armor. I would still have the armor, but show my face because I want people to know. What's underneath? So you wouldn't helmet up all the way. Just I wouldn't always helmet yeah. up. That was the only concern. Is with the ring, I don't want to wear that domino mask. Oh, you got that mask? Got to come on. You wear that goofy ass CG suit. Yeah, changes. <laughs> you can. I guess you. Can. I mean, for for you, Imran, I feel like you'd want the the uh, the armor because if you throw on that ring and you got to wear that that CGI suit, it's not gonna look good. Yeah, I'm yeah. Look like, what was that? What was that? It's not going to do you any. Look, what was that one lantern? The alien dude, Kilowog. I'm gonna look like Kilowog. Yeah, but Kilowog was like, but he husky. He buff. was. You're, I'm just doughy. You got a shape. Yeah, I'm just doughy, pear shaped, yeah. round in the middle. You know what? Big surprise. I'm flip flopping. Give me the armor <laughs> because you made oh, you guys made very good arguments for the nano. I give me the nanotech armor that responds to your your thoughts. Yeah, I think everyone was quick to go with the ring, but then you got to think about it. You got to sustain it, and the stuff is not forever. And uh, you have your limit is your imagination. So if you're not that creative. Yes, if you don't have a good imagination, you're just making fucking dicks uh, and and (laughs) fart jokes, parts. Yeah. Like John Campbell. Yeah. So, man. All right. That's a great question, Justin Zwerner. Keep them coming. We'll do another one next week. Let's finish up with some what? Wait, do you want? Do we want to address Bilotti's question real oh, quick? Oh, Bilotti's question. Yes, Iron Man's drinking problem or Hal Jordan's murderous rage after Coast City was wiped out. That's when he became uh, the fucking bad uh, Hal Jordan, right? Parallax. Yeah. Parallax. Parallax. Right. Parallax. That's right. Infected him. Yeah, he became Parallax. Um, uh, I don't know, Anthony. What would you have? I feel like this is pretty easy. You don't want a drinking problem. I, I already have no, a drinking I, problem. I, I, think, I think the drinking problem is much more acceptable in society oh. than to go on murderous, murderous I see rages. What you're so. okay. is it, yeah, it's I not a, a good question, Bilotti. <laughs> your, your liver's going to hurt. to have a murderous rage. Yeah. Murderous rage can be impressive, though, but uh, it just causes problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I don't know the long-term prospects of either, but I know a murderous rage definitely puts you in a place you don't want to be. <laughs> Puts a target It'll cause you to have a drinking problem. Yeah, there are there are plenty of functioning alcoholics. That's though. a good point. We're gonna stick yeah. with the toast. I don't know if there are functioning murderous, murderous ragers, psychopaths <laughs> yeah. that have fully you know assimilated into society. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, we're all gonna go with the uh, Iron Man's drinking problem. Easy one, but good side question, go. Bilotti, while dodging the initial question. Good work. <laughs> Another solid troll by Bilotti. Yeah, he's good at that. Uh, what are we watching, Anthony? What are you watching this week? I've watched both. I'm still on my 80s kicks. Nice. So I've watched Lethal Weapon 1 and Lethal Weapon oh, 2. Shit. I've seen those movies before, yeah. but I watched them nice. again. Uh, those will both probably make the tournament nice. for what it's worth. And I think, hot take, I think Lethal Weapon 2 is better. 
is more fun oh, than Lethal Weapon I've 1. I've heard that. No, I've heard that from people. Oh, yeah, wow. I don't think, yeah. I think a lot of people probably... Some, there's debate about that. And by the time this episode airs, I will have finished... I'm halfway through Rambo 2 First Blood. Oh, man. First Blood Part that 2. That one so. reminds me of growing up in the 80s. That was the childhood oh, yeah. favorite. I had, there was a cartoon. There was toys. It was an R-rated. Was it PG-13, that second one? Oh, no. Well, He's got a great R-rated. speech at the end of that one, too. Can't wait. Can't wait for his speech. I'm, I, I stopped oh, it at the point yet. where yeah. he... No, I, I threw it on late, and I was like, I got I to gotta pause this because it's, it's getting real late. But I stopped it at the point where he is caught by the Vietnam people, and the, the Russians are about to interrogate him, and... The bad Russian is actually the bad guy in Beverly Hills Cop too, oh, Victor Maitland. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Did he? Uh, is this? Doesn't he like hide in the mud at one point in this one? Did he do that yet? Uh, he's already crawled through some yeah. mud, but he hasn't hidden okay. in the mud just yet. I thought that, yeah, there's that scene where he's like he's in, not quite there yet he's in the mud. Yeah, yeah. And there's fucking. And I, this is the first time I've seen this movie in, in its entirety. So. That is an '80s fucking movie. I mean, oh, it's yeah. prime, prime '80s. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I kind of would want to watch that one over again because I, I I think I may have seen that. I kind of seen it in the theater. I just remember that movie vividly before even the first one. I think. Oh, that's the movie when anyone thinks of Rambo. Yeah. That's the one they think yeah. of. Right, because yeah. and it was. I remember it being confusing because like it's called Rambo: First Blood Part Two, and you're like, "What was the first Rambo? There was no first Rambo." Yeah. Right, and then it just blood. became Rambo. All right. Oh man, good '80s run. Rugs, what do you got? Anything fun? Oh, I watched Pacific Rim the Black. Right. The animated series on Netflix. To I watched the whole thing. Oh yeah, because last week I think you had just gone through a few couple episodes. episodes. Right. Okay. It's good. No. <laughs> no. Lame. <laughs> it's the problem is is it, it does something that I find really annoying is when there's they just do things because it's written that they do them, not because it makes any sense. And, uh, for example, you're in a Jaeger. You know, it's a giant fucking robot with weapons. You can you have a fucking, you can do tons of shit. You could throw rocks. All right. At a certain point in time, there's these like humans that are kind of controlling the kaiju. And they're in plain sight. And I'm like, just kill the humans and the kaiju will go away. They're right there. Just throw a rock at them. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Knock the kaiju onto them. Like, just, they just sit there and let them do it. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of like, why are you? You can solve this problem immediately. This, this, this is a no brainer. Like, how come you're so dumb that you don't do the obvious thing? And I'm sitting there yelling. Oh, and the second thing that I did, I hated about this. So there was a lot of that, like, yeah, they could obviously solve this problem in like one minute, but they just choose to just do the dumbest thing. Wow. Like, for example, they're running at the very end. I'm ruining it for everyone, but you're not going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> they're okay. So the whole entire thing is they're trying to get to this base, right? For safety. There's a bunch of kaiju chasing this one Jaeger. And the base doesn't know that they're coming. The base doesn't, they're coming out of like this thing called the black, which is like the zone that nothing come, ever good comes out of. And so they're running and they finally are in, they're in the, they're in range to like speak to them and radio them. And instead of saying anything that's going to help, they're like, Hey, we, we, we are, we are, uh, we need help. 
And they're like, well, uh, we shouldn't trust this because it's coming out of the, the black. And then like, I'm like, no, that's all you're going to say. We need help. You're like, you don't say like, hey, Tell them um, why? <laughs> yeah, like they're there. They know people at the base. It could be like, hey, I know somebody at the base. Uh, help me. They just say that one line and then they're like, no, let's fire on them because we can't trust it. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on in this show? So there, there's that. It's, it drove me crazy that the writing was like to that level where you're just like, this doesn't. The first thing I would do is the minute I got onto the radio, I would I would spill my guts about everything that's happening. So I they would help me. Uh, then the second thing that really drove me nuts besides that was there was this one other plot point where one of them is trying to protect uh, another one of them that might be evil, right? Or it might be like on the, on the wrong side. And they just keep arguing about this one person over and over again. And like, they've literally beat this horse dead like a thousand times. And instead of anything cool happening, they're just sitting there arguing over this, this character and what they should do about it. And I'm like, just fucking do something, make a decision and stick to it. And let's fucking move on. So it was like those two things hampered that show. There was like the one character that they couldn't decide whether to help or not. And they kept on going back to that. And the fact that like they had the most stupid writing that you could ever imagine. So it's a pass. I mean, yeah, they had, it has so much potential. It had, I mean, they're not going to make another one. It's done, but like, yeah, they, they, they blew it on that one. Big time. blew it. They really did because the Jaeger was cool and like the idea was cool. And the, in some of the um stuff that they built into it was cool. Like they had like these hybrids, like interesting shit. Did you watch uh, the halo? You were watching the halo. I'm liking halo. Dude, it's growing on this me. last episode. had this incredible fucking action scene. that was like almost oh, 10 yeah. minutes. It finally looked like the game and shit, right? Oh, it was, I had a huge geek boner for it. That it was geek boner. That was great. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging. I'm digging. That it. one scene though. It's just, oh, you need to watch. Yeah. <laughs> the, watch the rest of the show. The story is that. pretty good too. Like I'm still interested. Sometimes they go to characters that I don't really give a shit about. And stuff. Right. They do have that weakness as well, but I think that it's still interesting enough. Like, I can't stand that character from Madrigal. Oh, the little the the girl, Quan. Yeah. She fucking sucks. Like, I don't know she what the point of her is anymore and her, her, her whole story. Like, like no, I don't give a fuck cares. about her yeah, at all. Like, yeah. there's so much more interest. Like, who cares if this, if this kid from a planet that got, you know, like, who cares about, like, just, what is, give me a one reason yeah. to care about the, this character. The way more interesting thing is Master Chief and his memories and the fact that, like, these oh, people were there when you he got, was a kid. You got Alien Girl yeah. who, with, yes. with the worms. Yeah. Okay, that's fucking she's, interesting. She's What's interesting. up that about? She's trying to infiltrate, yes. You got fucking the crazy mom scientist who's yep. fucking fucking Halsey. She is, she is evil as fuck. All right. You like she so? doesn't give a fuck about, yeah, like <laughs> she's fucking doesn't give a fuck about anything. She just wants her shit. Yeah. She's like over. She's like, she wants all the tech. Yeah. She wants everything to go her way. Yeah. And then you got master chief. Who's like this dude who was like large and in charge. And now like he's caught in the middle of all this shit now. And they fucking throw this. They throw this thing inside of his head. That Cortana. Yep. And and he's just like trying to deal with the fact that there's something like there to like almost um, 
rein him in. She could shut him down whenever she yeah. wants to. I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, oh, there's some stuff happening yeah. here that's kind of interesting and fun. And like the action sequences when they do happen well, fuck, are pretty good. legit. It, yeah, it was pretty good. That, that, that just watch the last 10 minutes of episode five. Uh, yeah. it's fucking fantastic. I'm gonna go back. You had to wait five episodes you to did, get to it. You did have but to it wait. was fucking yeah. worth every second because I was just like, I was reliving like the year 2000. Right, right. It was just like the game. <laughs> jumping on the warthog, your man in the guns. The shit's getting bought. It was amazing. The needler, yeah. The fucking ghosts in yes, the air. Yes, all the other covenant aliens, like the grunts and the other things. Yeah, those guys were in there. Everybody was there. It was the guys amazing. with the shields. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was fucking. It was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, what else you watch? Anything else? And I watched a movie on Netflix because I had to, I was doing something. I needed to put something I couldn't really, that I could just listen to. And usually, um, it's like, uh, you, some kind of a, uh, a comedy or a sitcom or something that's just like dialogue oriented. And so I put this Metal Lords on, the which Metal is a Lords. movie. I saw this on Netflix. It's like about teenagers who started a band. It's very much like School of Rock. Is it takes place at present time, like contemporary time? Yeah, okay. it does, and it's 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 really bad. It's bad. It looked kind of fun. <laughs> it's it's uh, really they, bad. These, it's apparently these friends try to form a heavy metal band with a cellist. Yeah, and there's a cellist. It just feels like it doesn't feel like a real movie. Okay, okay. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Again, when you watch a movie, yeah. and you're like, is this a real movie? See, this is the problem. With Netflix. You're putting shit out, and people don't think it's a real movie. And like, is it like sometimes it just doesn't feel like a real movie. Sometimes it feels like a very half baked movie. <laughs> like it's not quite a movie. It's just like you're like, I don't know, is this a real movie? I don't even know. Like it, it, it like it, it pretends to be a movie. It was like it was fine. I'm sure somebody. I mean, they had like fucking Tom Morello involved. Oh, really? For fucking, the music. It has like a oh. huge pedigree of people that were involved. Joe Manganiello's in it. Yes, he's in it. See, he's just as good as Frank. So I guess it's a movie, and it could be enjoyable. I guess it's really not that good, okay. though. To be right. honest. Right. The song at the end is kind of okay. School of Rock is a fantastic movie. Jack Black, you've seen that, right? Yeah, like, I, it's go, good. I go watch, every time it's on. I will keep it on. It's very well. This done. is like a little brother to School of Rock. Okay, but that's still probably the better movie. But yeah, um, I watched a bunch of shit. A lot of fun shit out there. I start all of it. I started watching Tokyo Vice on HBO Max. I'm What's gonna, that? Oh, this is fucking great show. I'm through the first five episodes. It's still coming out weekly. It is the story of a journalist, this guy from Columbia, Missouri, who studied Japanese literature and is learned based on a true story. It's based on a true story. Based on a book this guy wrote. Uh, he learned Japanese how to talk, how to write it, how to uh, uh, how to read it. He moves to Tokyo and he becomes a reporter, the first American foreign reporter in like the biggest Japanese newspaper. It's like the biggest newspaper in the world. And he he actually reports in Japanese and he's typing his stories. You see him typing in Japanese. He knows how to write. So ultimately through his relations, he gets involved with the Yakuza and he wants to unravel what's really happening in Tokyo. And so you got great Yakuza gangster drama. You got the press uh, and the news over here. There's also Rachel Keller is in it. Remember it from Legion and Fargo. And uh, she's, there's this whole thing about the, you know, you go to these clubs and, and the women are there to host you, right? They're your host, but it's not like, not a weird thing. It's like a job. It's like a legit job where you pay money to spend time with a, a, a woman and, and buy a bottle 
And like, so she's got drama there. And she me Ansel Elgort plays the lead guy. Ken Watanabe is in there as a detective. So it's the drama between the Yakuza, the cops, the press, uh, and then kind of the street level. It's pretty, it's a little slow, but the fucking drama is Is there any like violence? Oh, yes. So when there is violence and it fights break out, does Ken Watanabe say, let them fight? Yes, no, well, (laughs) he's kind of old. He plays an older detective. He hasn't gotten into any hand-to-hand combat yet. (laughs) You got to say at least. (laughs) Oh, but the, the, it was all shot in Tokyo, like, seeing actual Japan and how people live, it seems very authentic and you really get a sense of Japanese culture and Yakuza culture. So if you like that gangster Yakuza I shit, I find that shit fast. Dude, it's great. It picks up by the last like episode four and five got really good. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I can't wait to get through it. So check that out. HBO max also on HBO max season two of the flight attendant with Kaylee Cuoco as, as the first two episodes are out. Has anybody watched this? Have you heard of this? No, no, you know, you haven't heard it. You didn't know what it was about. Flight attendant. Seems um, to be about a flight attendant. This first season is about Kaylee Cuoco, who is a flight attendant, but she's she's kind of an alcoholic. She drinks a lot. Uh, the whole first season of the show starts with her waking up in a strange bed, and there is a dead body that's been murdered next to her. She doesn't know how she got there. She doesn't know who this guy is. Throughout that season, she retreats into this mindscape, and the mindscape is this hotel room, and the dead guy that she can't remember. Is talking to her and she starts to form a relationship there as she figures out what happened in real life, right? So the second season is a little bit different. Same thing. She's cleaned up. She's not alcoholic. She stopped drinking, but she she works for the CIA. And this time the mindscape is this room where there's multiple versions of her talking to her. So there's like a old party version of her. There's a really depressing version of her. So she's got to battle these things. So she started working for the CIA? Yes, as uh, uh, an informant, kind of someone to just follow people. And she's still Ooh. a flight attendant. Uh, Rosie Perez also in the show. Uh, it's pretty good. It's a lot of fun. And it's cra- cra- there's like a girl that looks like her that she's following. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. It's a lot of like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, which is a great show. That leads me into the next thing, which is also another great what the fuck is happening show. Well, I like the first season of this Russian show. Doll season two released on Netflix. Easy watch. There's about seven episodes and they're like half an hour long. Both of these shows, the first season were so crazy that I'm like, I don't know how you make a second season of the show. The first season of Russian Doll, Natasha Leon, who's fantastic. She's like a modern day Woody Allen, but just a woman in red hair bright red hair the first season she gets stuck in a time loop on her birthday and she right. dies and she comes back and she eventually has to figure out what's going on how to get out of here she meets another person who's also stuck in this time loop they got to figure out how to break it this season picks up a few years later before her 40th birthday and now there's a train she gets on the g train no so she got out of the time she loop. got out of the time loop she's living her life all the characters are there she gets on this, uh, it's the, not the G train, it's the six train. And when she gets off, it's 1982 and she is in the body. She is quantum leaped into the body of her mother pregnant with her. Oh, shit. So in season two, the train is taking, time is fucking with them in a different way. The train is taking them to different parts of 
their their uh, ancestors' lives, and they quant- so it's like quantum leap with some time travel. And they so every out. every episode, she gets on the train and goes to a different no, area, well, and then she comes back and multiple times, and it's not just one time. There's different times. This shit gets crazy. This train wow, it's that's pretty, pretty crazy. It's crazy. It's a fucking mind fuck. Also, uh, and some crazy. I gotta watch that. Yeah, I love it. If you like the first season of Russian Doll. You will like the no, I, I thought it was really a lot of fun. Yeah. That Russian very Amy Poehler is also producing and like just the writing. It's very clever, but I will say the most compelling video TV content drama I watched was on the internet. And I had this on at work today. Jeez. And it was the giant fire this versus Amber Heard fucking trial. Oh, oh shit. Oh my Lord. This is some wild shit. This is these people's public laundry. Just they're being aired. They have so much recorded audio of them fighting that they are playing. Johnny Depp is telling he's been on the stand for like days. She has to go next. And Ooh, just for, she, I can't wait for that. So he is suing her for defamation of character for this Washington Post op ed from 2018, where she wrote about how he was abusive to her. But so far, what I can tell, first of all, these two people deserve each other. They're both a little, uh, a little crazy. They're both a little just loose, and it's kind of a perfect match. Right now, I feel the whole internet is on Johnny Depp's side, and I kind of am too because it's been pretty funny he, in, the, in the short clips I've seen. Yes, I feel like Johnny Depp's been with a lot of women, and there's never been like this big uproar about him. And now mm-hmm. he could be old and becoming crazy mm-hmm. and, you know, getting in really insecure and batty in his old age. But, um, I've heard that Amber heard is, I've heard that Amber heard mm-hmm. is uh quite a character in, uh, Oh boy. Their whole, mar- their whole, I mean, they, I've only seen clips, so I'm not going to completely judge everything, but uh, I mean, Johnny has basically been blackballed for a little bit from Hollywood because of this. But the the clip where he someone the the, the lawyer asks him, "You had a drink at seven a.m. or something like that." Yeah. He goes, "Why did you do that?" or something along those lines. He's like, "Isn't every hour a happy hour?" Yeah, he has this happy hour on. somewhere. <laughs> he had he has some solid jokes. Here's a he couple. He does of- have some solid jokes. He asks the the people the, the the lawyer to repeat things a couple times and stuff. It's funny. He's you know he's trying to defend his his credibility, obviously. Um, well, yeah, co- he, he hasn't been able to be in Hollywood since. Yeah, this because of that, because of that article. Yeah. Couple of highlights. Uh, apparently, w- when he was out of town, his housekeeper took a picture of a pile of feces on his bed. Apparently, Amber Heard took a big dump on his side of the bed. Maybe she had to really go, and the t- the toilet was being used. Maybe, maybe she did. Uh, I saw another, and then in the clip, he talks about how like they ask him like, "Did you think maybe the dogs did it?" He's like, "We have teacup Yorkies. I've seen their shit. There's no way it was those dogs. This is a big shit." But he has said that she, on a trip to Australia, she threw a vodka bottle at him, nearly severed his finger. It sounds like he's never struck her, but she loves throwing shit at him. And 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 some of the audio also made it sound like he was trying to get out of this marriage and trying to end things nicely for both their goods, both their benefit. And she was resistant to this and she would just come back and like, wow, wow. Just the fact that this is live, live for the world and they're playing these fucking private conversations. Yeah, I think they're both pieces of work. Wow. 
they they kind they kind of deserve each other. But holy shit, is it? Or maybe it, they don't. That's why this is all happening. Yeah, they never deserved each they other. Never. They should have never. It was not gotten together. Yeah. I mean, there. Did you guys see that video? She she supplied this video of like it's in the morning and he pours a big bottle of wine and he's just like slamming cabinets and sm- and breaking glasses. And then it's like nine in the morning and he pours this wine in there. But like nobody's ever said he struck her or seen a strike. And he said he's, he would never do that. So fuck. I don't know. I don't know who the abusive one is. They're both a little. They're both a little. Seems a little mutual. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nuts. Yes. Very mutual. So I can't wait. It's been like seven days. It's on day eight. This fucking trial. I can't wait till she takes the stand. That's going to be. Oh, yeah. You know that she's going to be whipping out the, the tears. Oh, the tears the right bullshit. away. Right. Yeah. And really, I mean, I love the young Johnny Depp, like his his work from the <laughs> early '90s. Edward Scissorhands, fucking What's Eating Gilbert Grape, was he in that? Um, he's done some great fucking movies. What Amber Heard? She was Mira. I don't really know what else she's, she's been in. A couple of things. Yeah, he's a lot older than her too. So I, I think. think he was in a movie he's with Nicholas like, Cage. He's also twenty two years older than her. Yeah, he said that. Like, or somebody said his mom, or somebody said that she called him old and fat, and would constantly berate him and. We're getting one side of the story. I can't wait to hear the other side, but holy shit. Is, I'm like, this is just for free on the internet? This fucking entertainment? This is amazing. Live stream from the court. Yeah, yeah but she, like, uh, the thing about this is that I know that, you know, we're going to hear a bunch of people going, well, you know, when you're in a relationship like that, you your, your abuser, is, you know, has control over you or whatever, but this guy was, he was kind of wacky from the get-go yeah. and she still married him yeah she like married him you know i don't know so just i feel like not that that's an excuse because it's not but i mean like she, there is an idea it's not like there was like a, uh like uh oh the all of a sudden the mask comes off and johnny depp is evil like he's it's like it's like if you know if, dating charlie sheen Right. Like, would yeah. you date Charlie Sheen? You know what you're getting into. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. I'm not saying that anybody deserves to sign up to be treated crazily like that. Well, I mean, I see, saying. and that's why I also tend to swing more than Depp's side because he's got to be confident. He's the one who brought this lawsuit, you know, to to fix things. So, yeah, he wanted to do it, but then that that can be hubris as well. Sure. You know? Yeah. But that's why I always liked his quirkiness. Like, yeah, he's quirky. <laughs> He said he's never watched any of the Pirates movies. Like, he just took the check. He's never actually watched them. He didn't really care. I don't know. But he's great as Jack Sparrow. I don't know. <laughs> Fun television. Check it out. Uh, all right. He's that's crazy. it for this week, everybody. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter, the now free speech bastion of Elon time. Musk's Twitter. You don't say. Yeah, the musky version. Uh, really rugby. Yeah, really a rug boy. Elon Musk yeah. owns Rugboy's ass now. Uh, That's right. Find that link in our show notes and everything else we talked about. Links in the show notes, how to support the show, how to get in touch. Uh, all the fun stuff is there. Jockinair.com slash 432. Share the show. That's the best thing you could do for us, listener. Spread the stupidity. Let's uh, spread the geekery. Text this to your buddy. We'd appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. We'll beep you next time. Take <laughs> <laughs> out your hand off my penis. Whoa. My balls are hot. Yeah, I know. I want your head up when I throw my fist in here. Jock.
fucking nerd. <laughs>